We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I am James. I'm Erin. On our show, we like to talk about things related to pop culture. And not so pop culture. And other stuff. Also other stuff. This is a short episode because what happened was, what had happened was, I read a story and then I told Erin about it. And we are going to PodCon? Yeah like are probably on our way to PodCon while you were listening to this. Right. And so we had planned on doing an outtakes episode so that I could edit it ahead of time. Right. And we were going to put this little conversation about this story into that outtakes episode. But it wasn't a little conversation. I think this story would best be described as Buck Wild. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we decided to make it a standalone episode. Yeah. All by itself. And you guys will get that outtakes episode Later. Later, at a later date. I don't in know the when. Future. I don't know when. I'm not a time traveler. Yeah, the, our time traveling podcast rolls on. We are not a time travel podcast. That's true. There is a big difference. Chad. Chad. <laughs> um. So yeah. So James told me about this story, and we recorded him telling me about this story. And it was more complicated than I thought it was going to be because it's a it's a pretty great story. There's a something. Where someone does something 20-something. There we go. Now people know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now people know exactly what we're talking about. <gasps> okay. <laughs> so enjoy the episode. Uh, don't be too weirded out. I mean, come, come on, guys. Wear erotica. That's true. We did write a wear, a wear bear erotica. Yeah. So just... And, and we had a whole conversation about a book called Hammered by the Hammerhead. We sure did. So if you're just is... coming to us from PodCon, yeah. welcome. welcome. We're not always this weird. But sometimes we are. But sometimes we are. Go back and listen to last week's episode where we wrote a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, exactly. That one's probably better than this it's one. I don't know. Pro- we haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> I have some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. See you at the, at the outro. Yes. Okay. Hi. Hi. So, um... I was reading the best time travel stories of the 20th century. Right. Um, last summer. I think it was summer 2016. It might have been summer 20... I don't know. At some point. Some summer. Um, and in the intro, the person talked about all the stories that didn't make it. Okay. In kind of a cool, like, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. And these stories, those stories aren't here... But here are some more stories. So, like, I was okay. like, oh, well, let me write some of these down. So, one of them was called, was by Robert Heinlein. Do you know Heinlein? I am familiar with his name. I don't know if I've read any of his stuff. He's sort of... My parents yeah, read a bunch of his stuff. My parents read a bunch of his stuff could be his subtitle. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he... So, um, they always say... Um, uh, Juan Luis Borges... Uh, Jorge Luis Borges is the, like... He's this... Um, fiction writer who like he made up all these genres that they now use for sci-fi oh okay um, he's an amazing you should read fictionist it's really great robert heinlein is often described in the same way but for specifically science fiction okay as like he created 
a bunch of the tropes that now are all over the place. Oh, cool, cool. So he wrote this short story uh, that I recently bought on um, Amazon as a Kindle single because I thought I had $2.10, but I'd used it for something else. So I bought it, just bought it. Okay. Um, and it's called All You Zombies. Ooh. Right, and I was like, well, there you go. I've... That sounds vaguely familiar. Well, okay, you're going to know because this... I, I definitely have not read it, but I feel like I maybe have heard of it. Um, I think it might be a quote. Because, well, it's in quotes, but it's it's at the end he says it, and he says it as if he's referring to something that I should know, but I don't. Okay. So I don't really understand why it's called that. It's something like, it's something like um, I know why I'm here, but what are all you zombies doing here? Right. Is the quote, so I don't know. Okay. Um, if, you, if you know, uh, tell us. Yeah. Join the Facebook group. Send us an email. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So it starts off with this guy, and he's talking about, he's, 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 here to recruit people. He's part of this or- this government organization, time-traveling organization, mm-hmm. that he's going to recruit someone. Okay. So he's posing. He's working at a bar that I think he, like, owns. Or he... It's established that he works there. It's not weird. It's not like a quantum leap where he leaps into a bartender. Okay. It's a dude working in a bar. Okay. And so then um, the guy he's trying to recruit comes in. Sure. This guy... Um, he knows everything about him, time travel. Do any of them have names? Um, no. Okay. Um, so he comes in and then the narrator tells us, um, this guy, when people ask what he did, does, he says, I'm an, un, I'm an unmarried mother. And, and then he's like, and when he's feeling less combative. This is the narrator who works in the bar. The narrator who works in the bar, who's the time traveling government agent. Right. Is recruiting a guy, a guy who he says... When asked what he does for a living, he says, I'm an unmarried Oh, mother. the recruitee. Right. The recruit. Yeah. Recruiting. Yeah. The recruitee <laughs> cutie. Um, <laughs> As I said, recruitee, I was like, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when he's less combative, he says that he writes confessional, for four cents a word, he writes like confessional articles, like for pulp magazines and stuff. This okay. is uh, in 1970. Okay. So the dude comes in and the um, narrator's like, so how's that? How's the unmarried mother business? And the guy's like, like, looks like he's about ready to fight him. He's like, I'm, you know, just turn a phrase just means how's, how's, how's it going? And the guy's like, oh, eh, fine, I guess. And like, because he, like, and the narrator's like, this, I, I understand this is a big risk because like right. saying the exact thing that he says, whatever. So, right. anyways, he's like, um, oh yeah. And also, I like, I like your writing. It's interesting um, uh, how you access the the female perspective, because this guy writes as a woman. Okay. Um, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you you have you have no idea how how well I know the female perspective." And the and the narrator's like, "What? So like sisters?" And the guy's like, "No, it's way weirder than that." And the guy's like, "I don't know. I know. I know weird. I know weird." So <laughs> the guy's like, "I bet a bottle of." An alcohol they called old underwear, which I was like, why would you call that? Ew. Yeah. But anyways, he's like, I bet um, a bottle. I bet the whole bottle. I win the bottle if my if I, if my story is weirder than anything you've ever heard, and vice versa. You know, and right. or I don't. <laughs> or or you win the bottle at the which, bar that you which, right, own, which is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he says, first of all, I'm a bastard, and the narrator's like, yeah, got it. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a bastard. My parents weren't married. Right. And the guy's like, yeah, same. My, my, mine, mine weren't either. Okay. No, no one in my family has ever gotten married. 
Okay. Like, I was like, okay. Weird. Okay. Cool. Kindred spirit, I guess. Fistball. Um, <laughs> and he's like, so I was a woman. Okay. I was born a girl. And I grew up. I never messed around with guys. I wanted to be a part of this. I guess there's like space. There's a bunch of stuff where they refer to like things that they never explore, but just like, it's sort of like, oh, sure. Like, um, space exploration is a thing. They don't talk about it, but there's a job of basically women that go up with the spacemen to relieve tension. Okay. Um, because that, that, that has been seen to be a medical necessity. Okay. So, um, she wanted to, the recruit wanted to do that okay. because she was a virgin and they really liked virgins because they liked training them from, you know, from scratch right. basically. So she never messed around with guys and whatever. And she said, and he says, pronouns are weird. In, in this in, I was going to say in this case, in, it sounds, yeah, yeah, they, it sounds like there is more than right. Meets the eye here. He, cur- so. he currently identifies as a he as he's telling the story. So I'm going right. to say he never messed around with guys or whatever. And he's and he says until one time I did. And this guy he rolled up. He had all these like hundred dollar bills and like it was just like he was so mysterious and like I was in love. And so like one night I had sex with him. Mm-hmm. And then he disappeared forever. He left my life. He just like. That after he, you know, he was with me for months and then he left me in the lurch. Okay. Pregnant. Great. So shit. Uh, I'm pregnant. You know, my, my, you know, the orphanage kept me as long as, oh, orphan, born an orphan, whatever. Oh, okay. So she lived in an orphanage. Whatever. So, um, state, the orphanage kept me as long as they could, but eventually they had to kick me up because I was pregnant. Right. So long story short. She has the, she like finds winds up in the hospital and like they give her, they knock her out mm-hmm. and she wakes up and they say, and she's like, oh my God, where's my baby? They're like, baby's fine. Also, you're a man. We opened you up because you had a cesarean. Okay. And we found both sex organs. So we sort of made you a dude, which is. Question. Yeah. They opened her up. Yeah. To cesarean. Right. And found both sex organs. Yeah. She had enough. She had enough of of, of female. Basically, she was a hermaphrodite. Right. But all of the male sex organs are external. External. Right. They were like tucked up in there. Oh, okay. I was like, so it required that she be opened up to find them? But yeah, yeah, I guess if they were undescended. Yeah. something, Something like that. So they were like, you had enough to carry a baby, but you also have. Fully functional, other set, right? So we made you a man, which I was like, "Oh, that's that's a huge violation." But I guess not, we'll just move on. Not to mention a way more difficult surgery than your basic <laughs> run-of-the-mill cesarean section, right. right? So they're like, "So you're a guy," <laughs> and right. at this point, he's like, "So you've heard of um, how men, how like a, of a ruined woman?" Well. This guy did a did the best. He did the best job ruining a woman ever because he yeah. made he destroyed the woman. Like right, um, yeah. I <laughs> like I I anticipated that there was more than just like. And also, I am a 
trans man. Right. Um, and I think because, this was written before because, trans man is a thing. Right. But even... I mean, like, a, a term. Right. But, like, even back in the 70s, like, being trans was not the weirdest thing anybody's ever heard. Sure. I felt like there had to be... Like, the, sh- the other shoe was going to drop somewhere, and right. boy, did it. Right. Um, well, just buckle in. Oh. Um, well, so... There was a there's a part that I just uh, scrolled by because I want to see. I think this may have been written in the sixties, um, nineteen fifty nine. Okay, so it's it's taking place in the seventies, but got it. So um, way in the future. Also, um, this is written as if you know from a nineteen fifties perspective. So like I'm expounding upon a lot of stuff that's sort of hinted at. Yeah. Um. So she so she's like okay so. I guess um, I will just raise the baby. Sounds good. They're like, ooh, uh, we gave your baby up for adoption. What? Yeah. How long was she out for? Not long. So, um, sorry, your baby, sorry. Your baby's up for adoption. She met the baby and like played with the baby. And then the baby. Went away. Was stolen. Oh. From the the hospital? mm -hmm, The nurse turned her back for a sec and some dude Stole the baby. Okay. And so he's like, the only explanation is that it's the father. Because, like, you hear of unmarried mothers doing that when they're like, or like, uh, you know, sorry, not unmarried mother. That's the thing. You hear of motherless women stealing babies. Childless be- women? Childless women. Motherless right. women? Right. Childless, Childless women. women. Um, stealing that. But, like, a dude, it only makes sense for it to be, this is, this is his logic. It only makes sense for it to be the father. Mm-hmm. And never heard from the baby again. Okay. So she, he's like, then I just, I, you know, I started writing this pulp confession. And the only, you know, the only thing I've never told is the, my actual true story. Right. Um. So, yeah. Do I win the bottle? And the guy's like, pushes the bottle <laughs> to the thing. You sure do. Then he's like... Win this bottle of old underwear. Yeah, exactly. Gross. So he's like, you want to get back at that guy? And the guy's like, what? Yeah. Uh, you know, he like reaches, he like yeah. grabs him. He's like, he's like, let me go. <laughs> right. First of all, let me go. Second of all, whatever. So he's like, I know everything about you. I am here to recruit you for something. So let's go. At, you know, if you if you saw this guy, if this guy again, would you like get back at him? He's like, hell yeah. He's like, you can't kill him, right? <laughs> He's like, and the, and the guy's like, doesn't exactly be like, okay, I won't. But like, right. He's like, I don't think you're gonna want to kill him. You're not that crazy. So whatever. So he's like, okay. So let's go to the back room. Okay. And they take him to the back room. He's like, hang on, hang on. I'm, oh, I'll be right back. Hold on. So they go to the back room, and there's this big netting. And he throws the netting over the dude. And, he, and the guy's like, what the hell? What's going on? And he's like, it's a time machine. And in doing that, the guy, like, t- staggers back, like, what? And, like, he talks about how, like, his time machine has to work where the guy is both standing on top of and it's over him and it's all around him. Okay. If it's not under his feet, like, the bottom of his shoe, the bottom of his foot could get left back in the past. Gross. or. Like, the floor could come with them or whatever. So okay. his way of doing it is, like, throw it over them in a particular way and then ma- and then say, it's a time machine. So they stumble, they stagger back. So that they're standing on the net while right. being covered by right. the net. Got it. Right. Again, and this is, like, just really quickly said. So yeah. he finds himself, he's like, 
Um, all right, so here we are, back in the past. Uh, it's a time machine. So um, the dude is uh, right out out there. Um, you'll be able to find him, no problem. Uh, but first, sort of like in eleven twenty six three, like we need to get you some period clothes and right. like whatever, um, and some money. So pennies? No, hundred dollar bills. Okay. Uh, from the time period, because he's okay. like, it's not that big a deal, but it is kind like we can spend as much money as we want in our in our organization because money is meaningless because we're right. time travelers. But we right. like to have the right cash, like with right. the right signature. So he's right. like, he gives the guy uh, like a big wad of hundred dollar bills. He's like, all right, go kick, basically kicks him out and locks the door behind him. Okay. So then he's like, okay, let's get to work. So the recruit, the, the recruiter. So he's kicked oh, the recruit, okay. recruitee out to go. These guys need names. <laughs> and, well, right. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so I'm he's sure like, there's a reason that they don't have names. Yeah. Let's get to work. So he time travels. To the hospital and steals the baby. The recruit does. No, the re- yeah, oh, the recruiter, recru- the recruiter does. The narrator okay. goes. Bar- and- bartender, narrator, recruiter right. guy steals the baby. Steals the baby. Okay. Uh, takes the baby to an adoption agency. Leaves it on the doorstep. Okay. Um, and then goes back to right around where he left the guy, the recruit. Uh huh. And spies on. Uh, on him as he is out with a girl. Okay. And he watches them, and then they start making out on the porch, and they go inside. Stick with me. They go okay. inside, and then the guy comes out, and the recruiter is like, "All right, let's go." And they time travel, um, to the to the future to do the recruiting stuff. Meanwhile, while they while they walk, he's like. So now you know who I am and who you are and who that girl is and who the baby is. It's weird how irresistible seducing yourself is. So he goes to the recruiting and it's like, all right, we got a new recruit. Here's this dude. Um, and the, and the recruits like, okay, so, I mean, I guess, I don't know, is this going to work out? And he's like, yep. And then he goes off to do recruiting stuff and get trained up and stuff. And he goes back and he's like, all right, so that makes 20 people I've recruited, including myself. So, um, yeah, good all in a day's work. I think I'm, I'm about ready for retirement because this is getting real old. And he goes to sleep and that's it. Okay. So bartender recruiter guy right. is also... Unwilling, transgender, not even transgender, just unwilling. Hermaphrodite? Gender-selected hermaphrodite? Yeah, I guess. Okay, but they're the same person. Everyone is the same person. Okay, so I I saw coming the recruit. Is him. Is him. Is, is himself. Yeah. That's how, yeah. The baby, though. So, um... On the jukebox as they're leaving, that, the a song playing uh, starts playing called "I'm My Own Grandpa," right? And I was like, "Wait, that's a what a weird title to a to a song in the in this you know this you know spelled out title of a song yeah. in the middle of this quite economical short story, right?" I was like, "Weird." So um, he had a baby with himself, right? 
who he then stole from himself to go get adopted and start the cycle over again. He took himself to go seduce himself to have a right. baby that was himself. No, I okay, I, I get... That's the only thing... The baby part doesn't make sense, though. So I can... Un, okay, you've got a woman. This uh-huh. pen is a woman. Right. Yeah, it is. Ow, ow. This pen is a man who was a woman but had non was... non-consensual surgery to make her into a man. Right. This pencil yes owns a bar. Right. This Sharpie and this 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 man Sharpie and this bartender pencil have a conversation and go back in time. Right. Where man Sharpie sleeps with sleeps, woman Sharpie. Sleeps with woman pen. Right. And produces Candle Baby. Right. Who is then stolen by Pencil Bartender. Taken back 20 years and dropped on an, on an adoption thing. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I sorry, didn't sorry, ca- sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I didn't realize that... The crucial part. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if I missed that or if you didn't say that. I didn't say, say that. it. I didn't okay. say it. Okay. So he takes, he takes the baby back 20 so years. So Candle Baby goes back 20 years to an adoption agency to grow up to become Pencil... Where she is Baby Jane. To grow up to... Yeah. yeah. So Candle Baby becomes... Jane. Sharpie Lady. Which actually, they, they do say that the one name is that the girl grew up as Jane. Okay. So. So Candle Baby grows up as Jane. Right. And has sex with Sulphur Sharpie Man. Right. Who and then, is and then her. And then she turns into Sulphur Sharpie Man. Right. Who meets Pencil Bartender Man. Right. Who sends. Who sends Sulphur Sharpie Man back in time to meet Jane. Right. To conceive Baby Jane. Ba- baby Candle Baby. Right. And Candle Baby is also... Bartender. So, okay. P- yeah, Bartender, P- Pencil Man is Silver Sharpie Man all grown up. Right. And after, Silver, after years and Silver of being Sharpie in this Man, And Silver Sharpie Man is um, Jane Penn all grown up. Right. So, and Jane Penn is Candle Baby all grown right. up. Candle Baby turned, grew up into doesn't sleep with anyone except for Silver Sharpie Man. Right. Who is then recruited by older Silver Sharpie Man to be part of the organization that he's been part of for years and is then sent back to sleep with Baby Jane. I feel like this makes sense, but at the same time, there's some part of it that doesn't make it, sense. It's it's like an endless cycle. Right. Um, there's I love a, it. There are rules I hate at, it. at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... In one way, it doesn't not make sense at all. Like, you know, in one yeah. way, it's like, oh, weird. Okay. I mean, I guess. Um, so there are rules that he looks at as he's going to sleep. The bylaws of time. And I don't know if these will help or hurt. So the by- And one of them doesn't make any sense at all. So whatever. So never do yesterday what should be done tomorrow. Okay. If at last you do succeed, never try again. This makes my brain hurt. A stitch in time saves nine billion. Mm-hmm. A paradox may be paradoctored. Mm-hmm. It is earlier when you think. Oh. Ancestors are just people, I think is the crucial one. Yeah. And then even Jove nods. So I don't know what that means. I know Jove is um, Hera in, in Roman times. Oh. So. Even Jove nods? Yeah. So I don't know what that means. But. That is the story I read last night and this morning. Well. Um, it's excellently done. Okay. 
in that you're like, wait, what? I read it again this afternoon because, like, I was like, hang and so on. Has he been? He just keeps doing the same loop over and over again. Well, like he keeps going back in time. I think he only does it once. Okay, so it's not like he keeps going back in time to when he meets that recruit. Right. He's not creating Conce- an army of recruit of, of taking himself. Him su- he's not. Yeah. So he's not going back in time and meeting Silver Sharpie Man. Taking Silver Sharpie Man back in time to conceive himself with himself, and then taking Silver Sharpie Man far enough into the future that once Silver Sharpie Man has been dropped off as a now working recruit, Pencil Bartender Man can return to his own time or slightly like the day before his own time right. to meet Silver Sharpie Man again. Right. And of course, because that would mean that the first time he wouldn't be there anymore. So yeah, he's not, it's not an endless loop. Wait, what do you mean the first well, time? Well, if he, he took be him there? from the day before. He no, would... no. So I'm saying if, you know, if he meets Silver Sharpie Man on a Tuesday. Right. And, Tuesday, and that Tuesday he takes him, and that Tuesday he takes him back in time and does all the stuff, conceives himself, whatever, and then takes him to three years ahead of sure. that Tuesday, drops him off, and then goes back to Monday night so that he wakes up Tuesday and meets him again on Tuesday. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and so that's not. I don't think he, that probably that's, not what he's no, doing. No, I think that he basically. I think this is his like last big score. Okay, got I it. I think he's basically been a recruiter for years and years and years, and got I think it. he's. I think that like never. If it, if at last you do succeed, never try again. Is got like it. okay. So I've done the part that got me here. Right. I'm good. Okay. So hmm. it's a it's a much better story than I made it sound, but it's quite so it's quite well well done. But I feel like it's a pretty compelling story, even with my butchering of forgetting to yeah. tell you that he went twenty years in the past. Still, that's yeah, that's crazy. It kind of the thing that you have to completely ignore is uh, incest being <laughs> a thing. Is it all. incest if you conceive with yourself? Isn't it the most incest? I feel like it's so incestuous that it's not actually incest. Like, um, Middlesex is a book. Jeffrey Eugenides? Eugenides, yeah. Eugenides. Um, his book was about a brother and a sister that are in love and they have a baby who is a hermaphrodite. Oh, okay. So the idea of incest leading to hermaphroditism is not new to Middlesex. Oh. I don't know if there's scientific fact around it or if Jeffrey Eugenis was referencing this story because it's old enough that he could have been That's like, true. hey, that. But hmm. it's a weird, you, you sort of have to throw some like stuff away. Yeah. Um, it sort of reminds me of, do you, you read Time Traveler's Wife, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how he masturbated himself. Like, he went back in time as a teenager yeah, yeah, yeah. to teenager him and was like, the question of is it a hand job or masturbation if you right. are doing it to another version of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. fun sci-fi. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, that was the story I read. And there you go. I really enjoyed it. And it was yeah. really... Yeah. No, it sounds really weird. It was. <laughs> and interesting. It was like... What if time travel just, like, paradoxes just worked? <laughs> yeah. What if it that's just... the thing. That's, a, that's the thing is that paradoxes don't usually work, but I think this time they might what actually if, work. Yeah. What if you just could arrange it so that whatever, it just is fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> like the 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 sex change thing is a weird like it has to happen or else you're like, "Oh, that dude's me." Yeah. Oh, the other thing was that this thing that, that she wanted to be a part of, mm-hmm. like, they fixed... She had, like, buck teeth and, like, kind of a gross situation. Okay. And she's like, if I'm part of this thing, they fix my buck teeth. Right. They, they give me plastic surgery. And they make it so that I don't get pregnant until I'm done. And at the end, usually you marry someone as you get out of this service. Okay. You basically, like... It's sort of like a internship for marriage. Huh. That where you're not going to get pregnant. She's like, this is perfect. Yeah. Except for this one dude. Right. <laughs> Man. Yeah. If you're listening to this because we said to listen to our podcast at PodCon, hi. Hi. It's not always about time travel incest, but this time it is. <laughs> but sometimes it is. But sometimes. <laughs> pop culture, not so pop culture, and sometimes time travel incest. Outro! Outro! And here we are at the outro. So, that story, huh? Yeah, that story, man. Um, Sure was a story. In in a way, I'm like, oh, I'm really glad there's just one of that story out there. Like, that that story, it's not like a book or like... What I want to know is how did that story not make it into the collection? I wonder if it was like... Was it too too weird? Weird, yeah, I wonder. Did Heinlein have um, anything else? I don't know. I need to go back and read it. I, th- I kept that book. That's true. Because, yeah, it was a long time ago that you read it. I may not have kept it. Because I was like, this was good. You don't think you'd have kept it to pass on to me? Did you read it before we started no. time traveling in the pocket? You, you didn't pass it on to me. Um, I feel like maybe I good reads every story. And so I was like, okay, well, whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I still have it. If you still have it, I would be interested in reading it. Okay. If you don't still have it, I will be interested in finding it at the library. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Or a used copy on Amazon. That. Yeah. That's probably it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Feels like it. Feels mm-hmm. like Heinlein would want to be, would not want to, but like would be included. You would think, but. But maybe. And so maybe there's another Heinlein story that they were like, let's go with the non-incest one. Yeah. Um, kind Should of ahead we- of it. Like, it's sort of a weird like it could be it feels modern it feels like a like yeah. like it deals with some like gender identity stuff yeah which is kind of weird yeah for having been written nearly 60 years ago oh my god yeah. it was were this it was 59 that that was it was that long ago yeah so, i say that like i remember 59 i don't uh, but it doesn't feel like it was that long ago right this is a time traveling podcast we are not a time travel podcast nor are we necessarily time travelers. This is true. To the well, past. We're all time travelers. We're all time travelers. Slowly. Very In slowly. a forward motion. Forward motion. So Mostly. social media. Yes. Uh, we have a Facebook group called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed, which is the hub of our online activity. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Join it and you too can hub online. Yeah. Hubba hubba online. Oh, God. Don't go to that web. Well, maybe go to that website. Maybe. I don't don't know. You you live your best life. If you want to go to that website, that's on you. Um, Yes, so Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at UFO Podcast. That is the podcast 
Twitter handle. Do you ever log in on the podcast? Um, I don't log in, but I do go there and look at our tweets and replies. Okay, so anything that comes from that comes from me, so I can stop tagging it as being from Right, I never tweet as unabashedly as that. Okay, well, I'll probably continue to sometimes tag it as, or tweet as being from me. Right. Um, If you want to hear from us individually, I'm at unabashedly Aaron. I'm at unabashed James. We have an email address. It is unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. Um, we have a website, unabashedlyobsessed.com. Yep. Um, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we do have a Patreon. And at the time that you are listening to this, nope. The giveaway's over. But I, was, I forgot what episode we were yeah. recording right now. Um, so scratch that. I'm going to delete that. Okay. We do have a Patreon. Um, go check it out if you like what you hear. And you There's know. lots of great tiers. It's yeah. pa- patreon.com slash unabashedlyobsessed. Um, we're always excited to have new patrons. We're always excited to have new listeners at all. But yes. if you want to toss us a couple bucks our way, um, we will send you weird drawings and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if if you want to just, you know, request that we not do any more weird time travel incest <laughs> books, Twitter's probably the way to go for that. Twitter or the Facebook group. Right. And we make no promises that that will be honored. But, like, we'll be like, okay, good note. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then actively search. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. We're not spiteful. We're just little scamps. Uh-huh. We're not spiteful. We're just trolls. <laughs> right. Right. But, like, adorable ones. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... Like Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Exactly. Did you watch the Trolls Holiday Special? Not yet. It was really good. Huh. Uh, thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? You can find him on YouTube with his band, A Silent Few. And thank you also to Emily Cardamus for doing our excellent logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. That is going to do it for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed it and will still listen to us ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has been Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James and I'm my own grandpa. I'm Aaron and I am also my own grandpa. T-shirts. Oh my god, we have to get t-shirts. Do you want to do our actual sign-off? Yeah. (laughs) Kung Fu Outro. Smoking kills. And so do pennies.